This is definitively uncertain. Welcome everybody to another shooting the poop episode. Nine point five, isn't it? I think so. Right on. You guys thought we weren't gonna do it, but we're doing it. It's Why coming you? out and it's gonna be fun, I think. Hopefully. So, yeah, we didn't end up posting on Wednesday because Adele has SARS. and I, was, <laughs> I don't have SARS. And I was out of town for work. So, uh, unfortunately, there was really no one here to do it. So, Adele has a voice again. I do. I'm home. Woohoo. And we're recording point five. Yeah. So, I guess you got nothing to really talk about with school. Not really. No. And nothing with jujitsu because you were sick. I was sick. Yeah. Anything happen? Did you watch any shows? What'd you do? Um, I slept a lot. Uh, Mom took me to the hospital. We were waiting there for like three hours just for the doctor to tell me that I have bronchitis and there's nothing they can prescribe for that. Isn't that great? <laughs> yeah, super good. They did that when I cracked a rib. I was like, there's nothing we can really do about it. It's just a cracked rib. <coughs> like, just a cracked rib. Just me, just a cracked rib. Let me punch you in your rib. <laughs> Tell me it's just a cracked rib. Every time you cough, sneeze. Breathe. Anything, man. Yeah. Roll over on your side. It was it was awful. Yeah. Yeah, I got home and you guys were... You, you had a voice and mom wasn't, like, wanting to kill everything. <laughs> I was like, well, that turned out okay. It's probably because I slept most of the day. She yeah. didn't really have to deal with me. Yeah. So I had some new stuff happen. What's up? Well, um, remember that job I got? And I said, you know, it's kind of, it is what it is. Yep. Nothing fancy, you know. It was really unsafe, that job. Really? <laughs> yes, really unsafe. Um. Yeah, I I was always nervous because they just threw me into stuff all the time. And they were just like, you'll figure it out. And it's like heavy equipment and stuff. And it's like, oh, I've never driven that one before. I was like, oh, they're all the same. Don't worry about it. Well then. Yeah, that's basically the way it went. It was just like, oh yeah, don't worry about it. This is the way it is. I was like, oh, okay, great. So I was out of town. And, uh, yeah. I had a good crew I worked with, and it was okay, but they wanted me to use a piece of equipment, and it wasn't meant for that job, and I'm certified on it. It's like a overhead knuckle broom crane, mm-hmm. and I'm certified on those, and like one of the biggest things they tell you is don't use it as like a winch. Don't use it to try to pull something. It's not meant for that. It's meant for lifting, maneuvering, and setting back down. It's mm-hmm. not meant for, like, a side pull. And, like, the owner of the company was like, yeah, that's what we're using it for. We're we're going to pull stuff with it. And I'm like, you're not supposed to do that. And he's like, you know, we, when we buy equipment here, you know, it's going to work for different things. It's not just going to be meant for the one thing that we use it for. And I just thought to myself, well, I guess you should find someone else to run it then. Because... Mm-hmm. If something happens, right, and this is at any work, if you feel like something's unsafe and you're at work, you can say, I feel like that's unsafe. 
And if your employer can explain to you why it's not unsafe, like if they can be like, okay, so, you know, we've looked it over and everything and actually it meets the safety, you know, you sh- shouldn't get hurt, whatever. Mm-hmm. They kind of have to assure you that, you know, you're fine. If you refuse work and you have a valid reason for it, they mm-hmm. have to kind of look into it. It's, it's, it's fucking law. These guys, I was like, that is not safe at all. Like, Mm -hmm. what you're asking me to do is not safe. And they were like, no, it'll be fine, though. Don't worry about it. If it breaks, it's the owner said that you could do it. I said, I'm not worried about breaking. I'm worried about it collapsing or something falling and hurting someone. That's what I'm worried about. Like, I I don't care if I break a machine. You know, Mm -hmm. if the guy tells me to do it and I... I go to do it and the machine breaks, that's one thing. If someone's there and they get hurt because of something that I did that I knew I shouldn't be doing, I can be criminally charged. Mm-hmm. My supervisor can be criminally charged and the company can be criminally charged. Like it's it's an actual thing. Like, you know, safety isn't something that you should fuck around with anymore. You're supposed to do things the right way, so that way everyone goes home with all their fingers and all their toes. Mm-hmm. You know, that's and that's the right way to do something. This company was not like that at all. And it it felt more like it wasn't um if I was gonna get hurt, it was when I was gonna get hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's kind of the way it felt to me. So yeah, we were up there for a couple days. And then I get a phone call and it was from a job that I applied for six or seven weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they want me to, they wanted me to work. They wanted me to start like Monday mm-hmm. and I had some reservations about it cause I didn't, uh, a friend of mine got me the job that I have now and I kind of. I kind of didn't want to let him down. You know what I mean? Like, I, I only been at this job for about three weeks. Mm-hmm. I wasn't happy there. But loyalty-wise, you know, it's like, well, a friend gave me the fucking job. You know, like, I don't want to do that to him. It's going to make him look bad. So I called him first. And I told him about it. And he was like, yeah, man, go. You know, I was like, it's a better job. It's safer. Like, it's not... This job is psychotic. I don't like it at all. Mm-hmm. And he was like, he's like, yeah, I know. He goes, the first chance I get, you know, I'm out too, you know? So I was like, well, he understands, you know? So then I called up my boss. And I was like, okay, so I got some news. And he's like, okay. And I was like, there's a job I applied for, you know, before I started here. I haven't heard anything from him, but they did call me. And they told me that they wanted me. You know, they're actually sending me an offer letter. It's a different job, different kind of career paths completely. You know, I'm really excited about it. And uh, they want me to start Monday. So I'm going to, this is, I'm going to have to let you go. Yeah. And the guy just loses his shit about it. Seriously? Yeah. He gets mad. He's like, if I would have known that you were looking for another fucking job, I would never have hired you. And I was like, I haven't looked for another job since I've been here. This happened before. It's the job that I wanted. And I got it. 
I'm like, sorry, man. You know, like it's, it's, it's nothing against you. I have to look out for me. You know, like this is a, it's going to be a career job. It's mm-hmm. a whole different change. It's something that I'm really excited about, you know? And yeah. And he just, oh, did Dustin know about this? You know, he was mm-hmm. all angry about it. And I'm like, no, he didn't. Cause he didn't know. Right. Like it was something yeah. that he just didn't know. And then my boss ended up giving my friend shit about, you know, oh, your buddy just quit and, you know, I would have never have hired him. And he, and just the way that he acted, it was confirmation for me that I shouldn't be there because mm-hmm. you shouldn't work for someone like that. You know, if something happens, it shouldn't be a blame game. You yeah. know what I mean? It should be, let's figure out the way to solve the problem. Yeah. You know, like this is the problem or, and that's the other thing too, is that there's been a couple of times where, you know, I messed up a little bit here and there and he was like, you should know this by now. And I'm like, how should I know this by now? I've spent two hours in this machine total, mm-hmm. you know, like not in, all at once, like in total, the three weeks I've been here, I've spent two hours in this machine. You expect me to run it like I've been running it for 15 years. That's ridiculous. Yeah. So... And there was other things too, like they tried to tell me, like, um, class one drivers, they have to do log books and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, when you get to a site, you just go to off duty. They don't need to know what you've been doing. They don't need to know how many hours you've been working. I'm like, yeah, they do. Yes, That's they do. the law. It, yeah. And I, I said that to him and he was like, he's like, well, you know, sometimes we have 17 hour days. And I was like, not if I'm driving truck. Like, I, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. It's it's illegal. He argued with me about it, and I was just like, "It's just not a good fit. It's not a place where, you know, you, you're gonna, you're never gonna go anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just one of those places where you're gonna work. They're gonna run you right to the ground, and they don't care really about you. Yeah. So, I had to get out of there. That was my. That was my day. So, good news is. Mm-hmm. I got the offer letter. Yep. I start a new job on Monday, and I'm really excited. Yeah. And my buddy's not pissed off at me that I took the job, which was good, because I was kind of concerned about that. Yeah, we went to go see them yesterday. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was really fun. Yeah. But yeah, so, yeah, that was part of my day. Mm-hmm. Or part of my week. But yeah, there was a lot going on for me. I had a, quite a bit. Yeah. Um, I start my first aid certification tomorrow. First aid certification. Yeah. So, um, the first day is Monday and I won't be in in any of my classes. So for like the first two periods, (coughs) I'm with this teacher and then I have my regular lunch. And then for the last two periods, I'm with that teacher again. And, um, then I get two days to catch up on work and then two or three, I think it might be three. No, it's two. And then on Thursday I have my second day and which is where, um, we finish up what we're talking about, like what we need to learn. And then we, um, take our written test to see if we're eligible for our certification. 
That's cool. And instead of getting five credits in gym, I get six because I'm certified. Well, that's kind of good. Very. So, the SARS virus is all gone, like you're not going to give it to other people? I don't have SARS. I'm just, just asking. Yeah, I'm not going to give it to other people. It's not SARS, it's, what is it, bird Bron- flu? Norwalk? <laughs> Bronchitis. I don't know. It sounds like SARS. It sounds like bronchitis. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so, anything, uh, oh, I did see on the news, I forgot to talk to you about this. Hmm. There's a weed shortage. Really? In Alberta now, yeah. Oh my. Yeah, like stores that were supposed to open up can open up because there's not enough weed oh my god yeah like i don't think the government realized how many fucking potheads there were in canada thanks co-op right yeah (laughs) Co-op. Co-op. i saw that co-op grocery store (laughs) is gonna start selling marijuana yeah yeah go there you get your weed you get your munchies yeah everything right that's actually really smart i think it is too I don't own a pizza shop, and I would just sell bags of weed with pizza. I get a, you get a discount on pizza when you buy a bag of weed. You know? <laughs> It'd be brilliant. Get it all sent down to you. You know, guy shows up. He's like, "Hey, here's your pizza. Here's hmm. your weed. Have a good night." <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah. That would be really fun. Back in the day. There was, like, video rental places like Blockbuster. Mm-hmm. That would have been the best place to sell weed. And, yeah. like, the funny section, like, the comedy section, just had, like, bags of weed. Like, certain kinds of weed went with certain movies. That would be funny. I think that would be hilarious. That would be really funny. But, yeah, so Canada crisis. We're running out of weed. Oh, no. Yeah, horrible, right? But wasn't there, there was, like, before it was even legal, they were expanding their, I don't know, where they grow it. They were expanding before it was even legal. Yeah. Yeah, there's a bunch of places that were actually just selling it. Like stores, they were just selling it because it was going to be legal. And Mm -hmm. they actually got shut down for that kind of stuff. Because it wasn't legal yet? Yeah. I have a friend... Who uh, who does very well in business. He's a good guy. But he got into the weed business. And he's actually coming this week. Yeah. Down here. So um, he wanted to meet up. I don't know where. I don't know when. But mm-hmm. it'd be kind of nice if you guys saw him too. Yeah. But I think he's coming down here to try to be a distributor for weed for these shops. Because it's we're running out. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy. We're running out of pot. <laughs> right? Maybe I could kind of jump into that that business with them. Yeah. You know, just to help be a distributor. You know, just go down to the shops and deliver it to them. Make a couple extra bucks here and there. That'd be kind of cool. Cool, cool. Yeah. Or maybe I build a warehouse. We just get a warehouse out here full of weed. <laughs> right? He grows it, sends it out here. I just store it for him. That'd be all right. I mean, if it's selling at the rate it is now, you'll right? make a lot of money. Yeah, man. 
Yeah, it'll be crazy. Yeah, I can't believe it. Like, people were, you know, talking to me about it at at the job site, even. Because mm-hmm. they saw it on the news, too. And the one guy, he was like, yeah, man, once it became legal, I went online. I bought, like, $400 worth of weed. I was like, what? $400 yeah. worth of weed. And, like, all different kinds and that. And he was just all happy about it, right? Yeah. Because that was the other thing, too, is that... The rule for that job was, oh, we don't care what you do in your personal time, but just don't be drunk or high at work. Zero right? tolerance. Not zero tolerance, though. It's zero tolerance at work, but there's some places that are zero tolerance, like, because it's sensitive, right? Like, mm-hmm. uh, you can't have weed in your system when you're driving, like, you know what I mean? And if you're driving long haul, like some of those guys are, they can't pull over and get high and then go because it's still in your bloodstream mm-hmm. stuff like that right and that and in the states it's not legal everywhere either so mm-hmm. you know it's kind of a kind of a weird area but yeah i think it's pretty cool like the whole the like the whole thing like it's uh i thought it was going to be like a really big change but it it doesn't seem like anything's changed except for weed's legal Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like i thought i would see a lot more but i think i don't know if this is true or not but i heard that there was there wasn't one impaired accident because of marijuana since it's became legal really in canada is i i think i think i was somebody said that it might not be true yeah and if you guys are listening and you know different sorry but that's what I just heard. I thought that was kind of a neat thing, mm-hmm. if it's true. Because it means that people are being responsible about it, I guess. That's good. Yeah. I know there's a law in Calgary um, that you can't do it in public. Yeah, there's only certain designated areas. Yeah, but I'm not sure about the town closest to us. I don't know. I didn't think there was a law against it. I haven't seen anything. The biggest town close to us has high in the name of the town. Yeah. So. (laughs) It's kind of funny. I haven't seen anything. I also haven't been out of the house. I'm pretty sure it's not. You can't do it in public there. Yeah. And I did see something about, um, this is kind of a weird one too, is, um, because we own this house, right? If somebody rented it from us, mm-hmm. they would have to get permission to be able to smoke marijuana on our property if they're renting our house. Really? Yeah, they couldn't just do it. Like permission from us? or Yeah, from the homeowner, like the person that owns the house. Yeah. So even in apartment buildings or condos, stuff like that, they would have to get approval to be able to smoke marijuana in their house. But mm-hmm. they don't have to do it with cigarettes. Yeah. That is a little weird. Because I know a ton of people that smoke. And, like, that was one thing. Like, even back when I used to smoke, you know, I rented a, an apartment. It was never, are you a smoker? No one ever asked me that. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just, you know, you could smoke, whatever. Right? But, yeah, now, I guess with weed, you need permission from the actual landowner. 
So mm. like the person that owns the house and the land and that. So that's kind of it's kind of different. It is kind of different. You know what else happened? Hmm. The new Calgary library opened up. Oh, I did hear about that. Yeah. I want to go see that library it's so bad. Really cool. Um, I never, I haven't been in it since there's been books, but yeah. the one company that I worked for built it. So I got to go in there and do a sneak peek and I showed yeah. you guys the pictures. And It looks so cool. Oh, it's beautiful building. Yeah. It's super, super cool. But now that it's all there, I kind of, I kind of really want to go down and check it out because I think it's just awesome. It like, is really thing. cool. So I think we should do a day trip and go down and check that out. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, for sure. Because, I don't know, when I first looked at it, I was just like, libraries are kind of dying. You know, mm-hmm. I thought, you know, like in my head, that's what I was thinking, you know, libraries are dying. People are reading stuff on their iPads and, you know what I mean? Like, they don't they don't go to a library anymore. <laughs> and not except, unless you're mum. You know, mom loves libraries. Me too. But there's a lot of people that like that feel of a book in their hands, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I guess it's not like you know, you can spend that much money on a, on a library, then uh, you know you got to be expecting some, some definite travel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Do you know how much they how much they spend on that? No. Three hundred fifty million. 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 Jeez. Yeah. That's insane. On just the buildings? On just the building or the building and everything. the books? I yeah. think everything. I think in total it was it was $350 million everything. So that would be all the landscaping and everything mm-hmm. else too. But, um, yeah. I, but Architectural Digest magazine, mm-hmm. it was like one of the top 10 buildings they wanted to see in 2018. And that was in yeah. the world. That's crazy. And it was the only one in Canada that they, you know, really wanted to see the, like, you know, the ones that to look for. Yeah. It was in, like, the top ten. It was kind of crazy. Where is the library in relation to U of C? Uh, is it far away? Yeah. 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 Like, way far away. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. Can't but, go to the pretty library. <laughs> but you could. Yeah. Because they got transit. They got Calgary Transit. Yeah. Yeah, so you can just take the transit or an Uber or whatever. They'll probably have fucking spaceships by the time <laughs> you're going to UFC. Maybe. You don't, you don't know what's going to happen in how, how many years? Three years? Four years? Four. Three. Three or four. Three or four years. There you go. Yeah. Three or four years, shit could just blow up. That fucking Elon Musk will just come up with something new and be like, hey, so I created this. And all of a sudden, it's going to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> now we got flying cars. Do you know who Elon Musk is? No. He's the guy that invented the Tesla car, the all-electric Tesla car. Yeah. He also came up with an idea to have the shingles on your house mm-hmm. solar-paneled. That's a really good idea. Solar-paneled shingles. So in that way, yeah, you're charging your house. It'd be more self-sufficient. That's such a good idea. Yeah. The guy's a fucking genius. Like, <laughs> yeah. He literally is a genius. He, he's an he's an engineer, but he's like a billionaire. The guy is otherworldly smart. Mm-hmm. Like I saw, I heard him on an interview one time, and he was talking to somebody, and you could just tell the way that he thinks 
is not normal. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's, it's he's just he's out there in like a really cool way though. Yeah. He decided he wanted to make flamethrowers and sell them, <laughs> so he just made them and sold them. That's awesome. Yeah, but he described it. The definition said this is not a flamethrower, but it's exactly what it did. It shot flames. So, mm-hmm. flame thrower. Yep. He also has this thing called the Boring Company. The so, Boring Company? Yeah, he wants to bore huge holes under the ground. Yeah. And make these jet stream trains, basically. They're, um... I, I, I'm going to fuck it up if I try to describe it. The best way I can describe it is they kind of just hover... Oh, the magnets, yeah. Right? And then it's like a vacuum chamber, and it just, you're gone. Like, gone. What? Yeah. Like, it's some crazy shit. The guys, I saw a video on it, but if I try to describe it, I'm going to make it sound like some guy playing with (laughs) Play-Doh. It's not going to be as articulate as what I'm trying to say. Um, Apparently, there's a train in Japan where you can, like stand up a coin so you know how like loonies have the little yeah yeah the little edges on them you can stand it up and it won't move like that's how smooth and fluent the train is really apparently that's pretty cool yeah i thought so too yeah like to have something like that where it doesn't even feel like you're moving yeah it's kind of crazy well like that this elon musk that's when we're like when he was talking, he was talking about going underground. Mm-hmm. He goes, everyone looks to the sky. He's like, but why? It's it's too congested up there already. There's planes, there's helicopters, there's skyscrapers, there's you know, and weather and all this other stuff that you have to battle with. He goes, but underground, there's nothing there. Mm-hmm. You just go underground. You know, there's utility lines that are so far down. You go down further than that. You know, you're down here. There's no freezing. There's no nothing. The temperature stays a normal temperature. You're down there. Gone. And I was just like, fuck, that's smart. That's crazy. I I didn't think of it like that, right? But Yeah. Just to hear him talk, it was pretty cool. But he got in some trouble. Did he? Yeah. For what? He was on the Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah. And Joe Rogan offered him to smoke a joint with him. Yeah. And he did. Yeah. And it's legal in California. Right. But his stock prices went down in his company because he smoked weed. Yeah. What? Yeah. His stock prices actually went down because he smoked weed on that podcast. That's insane. It's a legal substance in California. And people just was like, oh, you know. It's legal or illegal? It's legal. Yeah. Yeah. So it's allowed. Allowed. And he did it. And, yeah, people were, like, just losing their minds about it. Weed? He must do cocaine, too. Oh, yeah. Don't even say that. Tesla would be bankrupt. (laughs) Yeah. But, yeah, I thought it was a little crazy, too. That is crazy. But the world's changing. It's changing. Yep. Weed's legal. I would like to be that smart with medicine. That's your goal? Yeah? Yeah. Just be otherworldly smart about it? That's, yeah. 
I want to learn what's like new and exciting now and try to make some things easier because oh, I don't remember but um my fourth grade teacher came over for supper one night um in like fourth or fifth grade and um she brought her sons and one of her sons has a heart condition and you used to have to go through all the surgery to fix it but now they can just do an an injection and fix it and i'm like that's crazy you don't have to open them up anymore you can just give them a like a shot basically and he'll be okay yeah I would like to find easier, like, more efficient ways of making people better. And I think that would be really cool. That's that's the whole goal of a doctor, right? It's part of their Hippocratic Oath is to do no harm. Yeah. So if you can do less harm, right, that's what you should do. Like, I had two surgeries done on my hands. Mm-hmm. I had that one. You can see the big scar there. Yeah. Right? And then this one. You can't see any scar. Yeah. Right? This one, the guy opened me right up. And just, like, man, it was brutal. I couldn't believe how many stitches. Like, And then this guy, it was just a little little tiny nothing scar, yeah. you know? It was crazy. But it's two different guys. There was one guy that was a little bit more progressive. And he, you know, that's he saw new ways to do things. And that's what he went at. Yeah. And then there was another guy, he was old school, you know, and that's kind of what he said, you know, I like to be able to get in there and open up and really look. And I was like, okay, whatever, you know. Medicine used to be bloodletting. Like, just putting gashes in people and letting them bleed. Yeah. That used to be medicine, as crazy as it sounds. And things like, I don't remember what it's called, but... It's like a spike, and they put it in the very corner of your eye if they thought you were, like, crazy. They thought this would cure you. Lobotomize you. Yeah. Yeah. And then they just, like, hit, like, it's an ice pick. Yeah. They would just... And they'd hit a section of your brain, and and it would make you in a catatonic state. Yeah. Yeah. And then you'd be cured. Well, you wouldn't be cured. Quote, unquote, cured. Yeah. They thought you were cured. You were not cured. No, because you spent the rest of your life not like not even out in civilization you were in a hospital yeah yeah and if it went really wrong it went really wrong Mm -hmm. like there was problems but there was another thing where they would drill or cut out two holes in your brain to let evil spirits out because that's what they thought things like paranoia and schizophrenia were evil spirits yeah because they didn't know any better. People used to sell cocaine all the time to people. Really? Yeah. Actually? Yeah, it was a, a medical ailment to wow. cure all. They used to put cocaine in Coca-Cola. I knew that. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. But, I guess we should get the fuck out of here. guess so. But we're posting two podcasts today? Yep. 9.5 and 10, right? Mm-hmm. And 10... We have a very special guest. We do. Our first guest. Our very first. Guess you'll have to go listen to it to find out. She was reluctant. She was. But she did it. Yep. 
Alright guys, thanks for listening. Sorry it was late. But, you know, sometimes shit happens and, uh, you know, your daughter gets SARS. I don't have SARS. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard today, give us a like and a share. If you've got any ideas for topics for us to talk about, give us a shout, either through email or on Facebook or Instagram at Definitively Uncertain. Hope you guys have an awesome day and we'll talk to you next time.